Okay, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of But First Cafecito and Spirits. Uh, today we have a guest with us on the podcast. Um, well, first of all, this is Ana Lee. Hello. Happy New Year. Um, well, I guess this is already, it would be February. So New Year would have passed already a month ago. <laughs> this is not over. <laughs> uh, anyway, we have Josie here. Say hey, Jose. Hi. Um, Crystal couldn't be here for this one, so we have a guest in her place, my sister Iviana. Say hey. Hello, Yay. everyone. Yeah, so um, my sister Iviana, she does hair and nails at uh, Chavalis Salon. Is that the full name? What is it called? Chavalis yeah. Studios. Okay. So Josie's there getting her hair done right now with her, so she's uh, multitasking. This is going to be a good one, everybody. Episode four. Uh, Duendes, Chaneques, and Lechuzas. We got some good stories. First of all, the most important part of the episode, what is everybody drinking? Well, we are drinking some, some very salon delicious, the salon very exclusive boxed wine. <laughs> and to-go coffee cups. <laughs> it's, it's the jam here at Travelis, if you did not know. Yeah. Only we the finest, only the hang best. Out in. The only sharp object here is the scissors. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. No, it's okay. It's after business hours. We we get it. It works. <laughs> well, we uh, I'm having wine, wine too. What was that? We have wine all day long available for clients. Oh, very nice. Better being served. So. So this you get this. this box wine is a craze. It's really, really good. Hey, that's good. You got to get box wine if you're going to be serving wine to that many people because you go through bottles like crazy. I can imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've had some good box wine. I'm, I'm not a snob about wine. I like the cheap, like um, Trader Joe's. They have like $2.99 bottles of wine and they are really good. I mean, I'm oh, not yeah. picky. Maybe I just don't have good taste, but I like it. You know, mm -hmm. whatever. So, I don't drink wine ordinarily. It's not bad. I used to be a big wine drinker until we started doing keto. Yeah. Me and I. Um, but Vista has a good selection and they're very good. Yeah. My yeah. favorite was the skull. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, skull head. No, it was like a sugar skull. You um... <laughs> 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 wine cast all the time and get crunk. And it was Plum Loco was a good one. Oh, Plum Loco. That was so sweet. The Plum Loco slushies. Those mm -hmm. are so good. Plum Loco is so sweet that it tastes really good in slushy form because the ice kind of like waters it down enough that it's still sweet. But you taste it. I mean, like when you drink it straight, it's like syrupy almost. It's that so sweet. George bought me a bottle. So I can redo it at home and I try to do it in the blender. It's not the same as no. the, you, you would have to get like if you ever rent one of those like Mia Colada or Margarita machines mm -hmm. like that because it's like constantly moving and freezing it. And that's what makes it slushy ish, mm -hmm. you know. But um, anyway, I usually don't drink wine either. I really want to get one of those like um, low sugar wine subscriptions. Like there's this one called Dry Farm Wines. And they are less sugar. Because this gives me such a hangover. And I'm drinking it here by myself. And I'm um, probably, yeah. yeah. No, tomorrow I'm going to probably wake up with a headache. This is my sleep medication, guys. 
I I just opened a new bottle, you know, and I feel like it doesn't taste good. You can't you can't close this bottle and drink it later. It's not gonna taste good. So mm-hmm. I'll try not to go through the whole bottle because then I really will wake up with a. Oh yeah, dude! Wine hangovers are the worst. Mm-hmm. It's just so much sugar. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's nice and chilly today, and I can drink wine when it's cold. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So. Let's get into the episode because it's a good one, I think. So, like I said, we're talking about duendes, chaneques, and lechuzas. So, we're going to start with lechuzas. So, I'm sure everybody's heard of them. I don't think I learned about lechuzas when we were very young um, until I was older and I started really liking owls, like owl jewelry and like decor. And then my mom was like, Ay, ¿por qué te gustan esas? And she, I, she mentioned lechuzas for the first time, but I never knew what it was. But yeah, so in English, obviously, lechuzas are owls. Yeah, and but another word for owls. But no, I think, it's a specific type of owl. Yeah, I think lechuza specifically is talking about this folklore legend creature that is a a witch or an owl that turns into a witch. But mostly, the legends I looked up or the information I looked up was uh, typically a woman. Um, although there can be male witches like warlocks, but most of the legends and stories, Everything I, is um, I know, every, like, you know, back to her body. She's a listener! <laughs> I know. Obviously. Of course, they love you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so most of the legends uh, that Hedwig. I read, what? Is it Hedwig? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Hedwig is my favorite. My sister wants me to watch the movies all the time. At least watch the movies. Oh, my God. I tried. I lived with Ivana for a while. But even before I lived with her, I don't know how many times we tried to watch the movie. And Ivana would just not make it through the movie. We're sitting on the couch, either at her house or my mom's house. And she just falls asleep. Yes, and, she does I really like Harry Potter. I'm I even went to the movie. Sleep staring at her phone screen. I went to the movie, but it's because she lies down, and I'm like, "Don't lie down." No, no, it's okay. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. And she's lying down, and then next thing you know, she's <laughs> like, "Hey, I'll be right." Hey, yeah, are you sleeping? Hey, I'm just messing my. I know. Oh my god, the worst. Hey, but I like it. I just have to. I have to get into it to watch it again from the beginning. Yeah, you're just gonna have to get a again, coffee it. and I sit. The last two. Sit and Wait. watch it. Don't Wait. lie down. Okay. I know Voldemort. Yeah, he's in the <laughs> The last two, and he wants to destroy everybody. Uh, yes, uh, Harry Potter. We love it. If you didn't know that, now you know. Okay, so most of the legends that I read about. Uh, it was mostly talking about a, a female witch, not a warlock. Always a woman who either sold her soul to the devil or she's just a witch and she has the ability to turn into a owl. And that's what in Mexican, um, I guess, I don't know, I guess it's Mexican-American or just Mexican folklore. But I found that there's also legends of this um, in other Latin American countries but Lechusa specifically, again, is talking about this with this owl that can turn into a woman. But so another word. See, um, I, I'm going to throw it back to Harry Potter just because. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Professor McGonagall. But it, there was a word and I can't think. I'm like, she's not a transformer. Oh, she's a um, animagus. There we go. Yeah. Animagus. Mm-hmm. Is, is, yes. Yeah. Animagi. So. <laughs> In in Spanish, Lechusa is specifically referencing that type of 
creature, but also like bull, isn't that a word for owl also? Yes. Uh, so that would not be a lechusa. I mean, that would not be some an owl. It's just a regular owl. But anyway, so this is the legend. I think anybody would believe that a freaking lechusa is a witch because those fuckers attack you. That's Especially what the legend say. Running. Yeah, I would go running with my dog rocks around my neighborhood. Oh, you mean owls in general? Attack? No. Yeah, no, it was a lechusa. Oh my god! Okay, wait. Let me get into the legend, and then you tell the story. Okay, it's right. juicy. remind me. Okay, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We'll come back to your stories. I don't have any experiences with that, but maybe you all do. But um, I found a couple stories, so I'm gonna I want to read those too. So this is the main legend that I found over and over in my research that was like the most common or repeated anyway. So the lechusa was a witch who was exposed for practicing the devil's magic. She was murdered by townsfolk to and to enact her revenge, she came back as a creepy, scary bird lady. Or also she sold her soul to the devil and the devil gave her the ability to transform Great. into a bird. So that is the main thing. That's the main legend. And these are the, the main descriptions of a lechusa. So an owl, so, it's a huge owl. Mm -hmm. So if, if um, Hocus Pocus, which will be made by... Um, Guillermo del Toro in Mexico, they oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. would all be out. Yeah, well, but you know, in the new Hocus Pocus, there's a bird. She, the that witch that comes and gives them the book when they're younger. Yeah, she was a bird. She was like this big hawk-looking bird. Um, so I was, I thought of that when I was watching that movie. Anyway, yeah. so the description of La Lechuza that uh, most people on the interwebs agree on. Okay, she's seven foot tall, or the owl itself, seven foot tall owl with a 15 foot wingspan. So I'm just a huge indoors. bird, like a huge bird. Does Is that as big as the bird that, or the lechuza you saw, Evie, or not that big? No, no, this was a, it, it actually in the concrete, there was a little, I guess. Uh, Did it still pass on your Mexican? They're like short. Yeah, yeah it's tiny. It's it maybe tiny like one. eight so, inches in height. That's another, that's another description I did read that in Mexico, lechuzas were mostly smaller owls. So mm -hmm. that's probably more accurate to the Texas legend, Texas and Mexico legend. So here's some more things that the, uh, people say. So this huge bird has an old woman's face and others describe her as a small bird with the face of an old woman. Scary AF guys. Doesn't that sound creepy? Mm. Oh my god. Well, yeah. Maybe it's one of those like during the transition. So people see her transitioning when she's little. And yeah. then people see her like, yeah, when she's like full form. But the one thing that transforms really quickly is the face, apparently. Believe me, I did not want to run through there anymore because that oh she came god. out of nowhere from under the, the banqueta, the sidewalk. There was a hole there. I didn't even notice because it's right by the desert. Yeah, now I remember the story. I mean, I was like attacking us. And I was like, oh shit. And I just ran as fast as I could with, and then it would go back. So I think that was its nest and it was protecting that area because then when I ran back the other way across the street, I could see it standing outside of that hole, just standing mm. right there on the, like between the curb and the little hole and the side. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It was just watching me. I'm like, oh my God, she's fucking scary. And you know, they say to cuss it out. Yeah. So that's a, right here. Okay. Next. I'm like so she only comes out at night fuck alone. <laughs> I know yeah I mean okay so this one we're gonna have to put explicit on the freaking episode oh I'm sorry yeah <laughs> okay but we can put it on the episode you just have to put it when you upload it okay so she only comes out at night 
She flies through the air and perches on trees looking for people to kill or children or oh, animals. What the fuck? Yes. A screech of a bird. I'm sorry? What the bleep? I know. <laughs> so um, a lot of people say that they hear a screech of a bird whenever, like before they see her. Um, so a screech of a bird at night is an omen that La Lechusa is out looking for her next meal. That's exactly what I heard. First. Yeah. And apparently not only does she kill her prey, but she eats them too. What? Yes. And this is all things that I found in different sites mention the same points. Oh my God. So um, she yeah. will fake uh, a baby's cry to lure you in. Um, she is known to carry full grown men away with her talons because she's a big ass bird she's horny what no she no she eats them she doesn't oh, there was there were no at least on the stories i read there was no um it's just her like taking her revenge and she's angry and Thank she kills people it's not usually like oh, it's not a sexual thing it's no not like she it's has not a sexual thing like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <laughs> um you may she doesn't find... like discriminate or like pick what she eats first. No, no, apparently she's not picky in that sense. She just wants to take something and kill it. So one of the things I read was that there was a lot of different stories, like her coming in through a window or trying to get in through, you know, a door, of course, and window. But people said that it, you should put salt on your window to keep her away. Focus, focus. So, mm-hmm. yes. And I mean, in salt, I feel like is is mentioned in a lot of different witchcraft, paranormal stories, like um in the ghost in the burbs podcast that we listen to evie i don't know if you remember but she mentions that she listens to or that she would watch this show on tv called the dead files do you remember it's like on the sci-fi network or something so it's a show about um i think i had mentioned it in our first episode but it's a show about a detective and a medium they investigate some kind of paranormal case but separately, and then at the end they come together. Oh, yes. To see I how their stories come together. With the tall girl, with black. Yes, uh huh, with her bangs. Yeah, uh huh. So even so, in the podcast, Liz Sauer mentions that the medium will sometimes recommend like salting um, a certain area, or even like brick dust, which is I don't know that one, but anyway, salt okay, apparently. So, time out. Time time out. <laughs> yes. Because in Harry Potter. They never talk about That's salt. That's true. They and never talk about salt. It's because if they knew about the salt, Voldemort would not be able to get anything done. But the salt thing is typically in reference to a protection from some kind of, um, I feel like some kind of, well, I guess the two souls are not demonic, although she she sold herself to the devil so yeah, that's like, more demonic and in harry potter they don't reference any kind of demonic stuff it's just witches and magic it's i've never heard like salt's just keeping away witches it's mostly for like evil i don't know but i, but I guess it. yeah i guess that's true I'm gonna go put but salt i mean i feel like salt is really so i started following this page on instagram um because it looked really pretty it's like a this uh woman i guess she's a witch and she does like um the one that you sent me no no but it looks similar to that where she does like homeopathic natural like remedies and things but she also does like oh here's the 
a ritual you can do for the new year to bring good luck. And she has her little molcajete thing and she puts like, okay, black salt and then some, some dried sunflowers, these herbs. And then she puts a candle and she lights it. And then she says, you should do this, things like that. And I just, it looks so pretty the way she records it. Like she has a really nice filter on it and it just looks so cute. So I'm just like, oh, that's cute. Like, I'm not going to do it myself. Thank you. I have my holy water. Yeah, I yeah. Water, it, I, I have no it. inclination towards that, like, to do it. But it just, her little videos are really pretty. They just look mm -hmm. really, like, aesthetically right. pleasing, you know? 13-year-old would say. Aesthetic. Yes, exactly. They're very aesthetically pleasing. So it, it just, it's interesting to watch them. And she <laughs> she does, like, different <laughs> things like that, like, um to like get positive energy like here's a little bit and they're they're just really cute i'll i'll post the her handle on our instagram page or i'll give it to crystal to post but anyway salt is a is a good protection from la lechuza and people say that they sometimes find unexplained scratches on their door or windows which means she attempted to get in but couldn't because of the salt um you may hear a whistle outside your door to lure you out and she's uh-huh um, does the salt like burn her or is it just like a barrier where it's just kind of like a boom, boom? I think it's like a barrier. It's okay. like a barrier. It's something that, um, well, well repels it her. It did, nobody said like throw salt at her. It was just <laughs> like <laughs> put salt on your door as a protection, a protective measure. Okay. Um, she's been known to run people off the road and then they said do not shoot her <laughs> yes exactly so um, people who they have tried the road. To they <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so that was one of the things um, legend says that if you try to shoot her you will be the one who ends up dead some kind of weird magic happens and then I've heard something like that oh now I have to I need right to figure out where I've heard bro. something like that but yes Mm -hmm. Ooh, so okay. I'm gonna have to if you find it let Crystal know so she can post it on Instagram yes and apparently she can control the weather I thought I found that one only on one site oh, um, Crystal or La Lechuza, La Lechuza. <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay now how to get rid of La Lechuza again back to the salt to drive her away you can scream you can try screaming and cursing at her or just run away. Can you I, give us an explanation? It just, I was running. Uh, what kind of a scream? I do don't know. Make? I just read about it. Okay. I do not have a personal experience, but maybe Vianna can tell us. So. Well, I did hear freaking screeching, but it sounded like a bird. Okay. Know, start your story. Start your story from the beginning. Oh. Set the scene. Go ahead. So I was minding my own business. <laughs> when was I this did. again? Like how long ago was it? Well, rocks. Rest in peace, my little rocks. Kakapu. Mm. She passed away from um, a fungus in her lungs. What is it called? It's, it's known in Arizona. In the dirt, right? That in the, um... yeah, it's in the, the spore. It's a fungal spore. That oh, I know. I don't remember. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll remember later. But we used to, uh, she passed away from it because we would go out there in the desert a lot during COVID. So anyway, well, we were running on the sidewalk. Was this during COVID house. that you had this experience? It was before then, right? It was before mm, COVID? It was before COVID, yeah. Okay. The sidewalk was kind of like, you know how sometimes when there's a root or something, uh -huh. kind of like, it's uneven. Like, it was raised, yeah, there was a little hole in there, and I noticed the hole, but... You kept running? Yeah, I was just jogging, and all of a sudden, I didn't even see it. So I guess it was, 
because there was a little hill behind it also I, now that i remember there's a little dirt a sand hill and it was standing there i guess because i just heard like <clears throat> like that like we're like <clears throat> and it was like coming like flying by my head and Rox was like panicking but she was barking at it trying uh -huh. to pick me and I was trying to pull rocks, like, come on. And she was kind of trying to attack the bird. So when I ran around coming back this way, I'm like, damn, it's a lechuza because I saw that little shit. Oh, it's my God. Like, um, how big is this, Josie? Like pig wigeon. Remember this pig wigeon? Like pig wigeon, yes. Uh-huh. This is a head, this is the body. That's how big it yeah. was. And the wings were like maybe this. Like two grapefruits stacked on top of each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Probably a little more than a foot long was the wingspan. Yeah. But anyway. And it was like sand color. So it kind of... So and it was I, like a desert owl. Andale, like that. So when I ran around across the street, that's when I noticed I looked back and, and it was standing in front of its little hole. So I'm like, maybe that's the nest. And again, when I would run other occasions and I would forget, I mean, I would um, again freaking see it like flying or would stand over there in the little hill. I'm like, oh my God. So then I would just Ooh. run around. Yeah, it was there forever. For months and months, even George was like, don't run by that hole. Oh, There's my God. So I guess George George is the one that said that probably that's its nest. Did George believe in lechuzas? Um, did you tell no. him that or no? I did tell him. You got to cuss at it. So I was cussing at it. Yeah. What did he say <laughs> when you told him you thought it was a lechuza? Well, I did tell him. He's like, what's a lechuza? I'm like, a, an owl. But I didn't tell him. It's, well, I told him the story. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, okay. He's just like, he doesn't believe in it. Yeah. George is my husband. Like, haunted cabin in Reloso. oh my god yes we should get his story oh we should do that's a good um episode like haunted haunted rental experiences or haunted cabins what do you think i think just rental experiences like haunted rentals mm -hmm. hotels random hauntings yeah because even uh mario my ex-husband has a story about that in Reloso too okay well we can ask uh aiden to get that from him yeah mm -hmm. yeah he'll record it i'm sure yeah, that's creepy. You're being blamed for the haunting both. of the redos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like the her story yeah, with the owl. Yeah, that, um, that was creepy. Mm -hmm. Were you running at night? No, during the day, in the morning. Oh my after god. After off at school. So, that's crazy. Because so they say she mostly comes out. It could be that it was just a random desert owl protecting her babies. Yeah. It could be. There was but... also one of my mom's I don't know if you remember on my mom's mailbox when we were growing up. <gasps> oh, really? No, I don't remember that. That's my mom. Yeah. I think I vividly remember her shooing it away, but my mom doesn't cuss. That's why I keep coming back. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like the cussing thing is more to La Lechuza, the witch owl, not just to a Lechuza, just the owl, you know, owl. but I feel like owls in the Mexican, American, Hispanic, Latino culture have that superstition around oh, them you know what we talk about that really no mm -hmm. oh wow i don't know that uh-huh oh my oh, god man i bet he would have some great stories yeah he yeah. had great stories rest in peace my grandpa he was a great storyteller he had great <laughs> stories i mean I, I remember some of his stories but i never ever asked him about anything paranormal but that would have been a good one dang it Okay. For all you know, they talked about it, but it's one of those where we don't really pay attention to what they're saying. And then later you're like, damn it. Mm -hmm. I think they talked about something like and that. And sometimes you tell you a but... whole story. You're like, oh my God, he's not clear. I know. <laughs> so I've heard of this thing now, like you can give us a gift, but 
I even met a girl once I went to like, um, I have a, a friend of mine who is a financial advisor. She had invited me to this women's group, like women in small business. And they had like a little networking group. So there was this woman there who was a ghostwriter and she would, she could write, like, if you had the story of your mom had stories that she would tell you, you could give them to her and she would put them like in a book story. Like she would write it out for you. And that what? Like a transcriber type? Yeah, yeah. But she, obviously Ooh. she's a writer. So she would take people's stories and things and, and make them into a nice like narrative and that you could have like, this is, the is story so cool, of- dude. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's really, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I almost fell off the chair. <laughs> Jesse, always something happening with you. No, that, no, no. I'm not a, okay. this crystal the first time. Yes, crystal the first time. But you the last time we were your, with your mug. On that note, <laughs> let's get a refill. I know, I was actually going to ask you guys. I finished this glass. Are you guys getting a refill? Yeah. Yes, we're getting a refill. All right. We'll be right back after this short break, guys. Try and time for a refill. So where did we leave off? We're going to get right. a Everyone, we're back from our break. It was a long way. We're filled up. Oof. We're rinsed and blow dried. <laughs> and got styled. new hair. Go. Look at that beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Damn, I'm good. We'll post a picture of it on Instagram so you can check it out. It was black FYI before. Yeah. Come see Evie at Chavali Studios for all your hair needs. Just kidding. She's very busy. You may not be able to get in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, for <laughs> that is not. I am just very. I'm a very busy softball mom. Okay, guys. Yeah, softball, mariachi, band. Yeah, so she's not she's here in the salon twenty four seven. So you just gotta get her when you can. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we were just talking about lechuzas. I, I, um, I have a couple stories. One I want to tell that my friend Ruby shared with me. It was just a really brief one that her mom, a memory that her mom had of a lechuza sighting, I guess, growing up. And I also found there are some movies featuring La Lechuza or about the legend of La Lechuza. I have not seen any of these, but maybe somebody wants to check them out. Yeah. So one of them is um, <laughs> Curse of La Lechuza. Valgame. I will check uh, them out. I like to check out which actually. Yeah. We never yeah, had. the other one is the cry of the owl, the owl, deliria, other creepy Latin American folklore, Ooh, okay. and El Sibon. And speaking about movies, there it's not about La Lechuza, but when I was doing this research on La Lechuza, the owl that came up is this owl, the one <laughs> that has like the face almost like in the shape of a heart with the black eyes. Yeah, those come um, up a lot when you say Lechuza. Yes. Lechuza. So. That owl, if you have not, and Crystal and I have seen it, I know, but it reminds me of the movie The Fourth Kind. Have you guys seen it? No. Fourth Kind? What is it about? Who comes out in it? Mila Jovovich. She's the one from, uh, was you asked? Resident Evil? Yes, Resident Evil. Since I said the name and Evie made this face like I have no idea who the hell that is. Of the guy? The guy? No, there are not many well-known actors, at least not that I knew, in that movie. Um, other than her, I think she was one of the most well-known. The movie is about disappearances of residents in Nome, Alaska. They're said to be attributed to alien abductions. Mm-hmm. And the movie is made in a kind of like, it's a reenactment 
like a reenacted docu-series type thing. So it starts where they even like the promotion of this movie. It came out in 2009, but I saw it after that. But um, after watching it, I looked it up. And so some of their, what is it called? Like when they advertise a movie, they even made like a, a website of the doctor. It's like a psychologist who's interviewing these people who have had issues sleeping. And she starts noticing that various patients have similar stories that at night they see an owl. That's what they remember. She, she does this kind of therapy where, um, what is it called? Where like they kind of put you to sleep and your subconscious is still awake and you're talking what is that called um is that based on true events well so when they were doing the the advertising like the promotions for the movie Mm -hmm. um mila jovovich who plays the psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever she is um was like even at the beginning of the movie she says like this is based on true events like we're reenacting things Mm -hmm. but this all like happened and they even have like recorded they it looks like somebody recorded on their home camera like interviews with the real doctor but they did like look into this and apparently it was not real but mm-hmm. in real life there are a string of disappearances in like the west coast of alaska um it says not far from the bering strait i don't know what that is but where that is but it said in 2005 the fbi was brought in to investigate and the victims were largely Native American men traveling to the town from smaller villages. According to the Anchorage Daily News, the FBI looked into about 20 cases and they found that alcohol and frigid temperatures were the causes of nine bodies that were, well, several disappearances and nine bodies were never found. But um, this movie was made to seem like these disappearances were alien abductions, but it's recorded in a way that it seems like very real. They record, they, they, Said they did a really good job promoting it. Like they set up this whole world, like it's really truly happening, and it's really good. It's a really good creepy movie. You need to watch it. Yeah, it's okay. I believe you. Well, you hate scary movies. No. Why? Have you not been listening to the podcast? <laughs> I have a imagination. Like I will oh, not sleep for yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, heard, heard, I like it. I know I see shit at night supposedly, but I don't know. I don't know if it's my eyes because I have floaters. <laughs> I see floaters. I see floaters. Okay. That's the better. <laughs> you see? She has I don't know. chasing I don't know. Like, actually regular desert owls. He's like, Lechosa! What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> mama. You should watch it. Evie, you haven't seen it. I feel like I've heard this before in a podcast. They probably talk about it, about this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's really good. You should watch it. So anyway, Fourth the time. reason this okay. owl reminds me of that is because in the movie when the, I cannot remember what it's called. I should have looked that up. When the therapist is having her sessions with their patients, she puts them into kind of like, you know, when they do those things that you, they like put you have to sleep, but then they make you like walk around the stage like an owl and then you do it and you have no memory of doing that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hear you. They oh. hypnotize you. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hypnos- there you go. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> I know. Hypnosis. Like, yes, there you go. So they are in a state of hypnosis and then they're recalling what happened to them at night and some of them start screaming like no 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 don't take me to like that so it is 
creepy. Like, uh, and then of course in the movie, they're like, this is what happened. And then you see them being taken and they always see an owl. So apparently in to them, when they see the aliens that are abducting them, they see an owl instead of the creatures. The owls or owls to aliens instead of Yeah, witches. the owl is like, I don't know, the alien for some reason allow the a- humans to view them as this owl. So it looks like these owls that I'm talking about with the heart-shaped face and the black eyes. It's a creepy- or, they might think, or the witches might have bewitched them to think they were aliens, but they weren't really aliens. They were witches. Well, well, in the movie, um, even in the end, it almost, there's like a crossover in this movie where it almost is like they're aliens, but are they demonic? Because oh, there's a scene, yeah, there's a scene where the psychologist um, is sharing her experience, and a lot of her reactions seem like like if somebody who's being possessed, and um, they even incorporate like some Sumerian like languages, which is like a really old, ancient like Egyptian mm-hmm. language that they found in like the pyramids and things like that. It's really cool. It's just really, inter- it's a really interesting um, movie. It's creepy as hell. I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. Evie, look it up, watch it. I am. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so, okay. My friend Ruby's story that she told, she shared with me. We have another story from her. Um, she actually get, uh, sent us an audio clip. So we'll um, share that. But the Lechusa story, it was just her mom said that growing up in the town that she lived I think it was in Mexico. She said she remembered that somebody had caught a lechuza and like the townspeople were like, um, I don't know, either being attacked by it or somebody was able to shoot it or, or capture it. And then it turned into a woman and Wait, I think shoot the lechuzas. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to, but somebody was able to, and, oh, okay. then, and then it transformed into a woman. And I believe like the townspeople like killed her um or something like that that's what she remembered that her mom remembered that yeah there was a woman and they were like it's a lechuza and the townspeople all caught it and if i'm remembering correctly ruby will correct me if i'm wrong but that was her story that her mom remembered growing up that she did encounter that um now Mm. i found a couple of stories on reddit that i thought were really good and i wanted to share um i'll share their um as far as I know, we can share Reddit stories. I mean, it's like, you know, they're open for everybody to see and I'll share the links of them so we can at least cite where we got these stories from. But there are two really good stories. Um, I'm going to read them and kind of paraphrase a little because some of these are typed in a way that it doesn't make sense, but I get what they're trying to say. So just a warning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this first one is called La Lechuza the Owl Witch. True story from um, a user three years ago, she posted it. So this is a true story about my mom and how I almost fell victim to La Lechuza, explained later in the story. This happened when I was only a few weeks old and my mother decided to go to Mexico to show me to her family who lived there. She decided to go by bus um, all the way there. When we got there, my mother told me that her family decided to have a big party to celebrate our arrival. When it was over, um, I guess when the party was over, my grandmother took my mom and I to the guest bedroom where we would be sleeping. 
My grandma bought an old school bassinet for me to sleep in while my mother slept in a bed across from me. My mom put me in the bassinet and put two small pillows beside me because she was afraid of me accidentally bumping my head against it. As we got settled, my grandma's Rottweiler named Rocky came in. He didn't seem to want to leave, so he stayed in our room. It was hot that night, so my mom opened the sliding glass door that led to a balcony to let some air in for the night. We were on the second floor, so she felt safe leaving it open. Soon after she got settled in and went to sleep, it was around 3 a.m., and my mom awoke from loud growls and barks from Rocky. It was strange because he never acted this way. He was relatively quiet and gentle, so this was alarming to her. She then heard me crying louder than usual and rushed to my aid, and she was left shocked and speechless to what she saw. I was on my stomach, face down on the little mattress. She immediately picked me up to comfort me and turned her attention to Rocky, who was still growling and barking uncontrollably. He was facing the balcony, and my mother turned to see what he was barking at and screamed when she saw it. She explained it was the most ugliest and the most gigantic owl she'd ever seen before. Its mouth and wings wide open and its feathers seemed to be as black as coal. Rocky then ran to the balcony as an, in an attempt to catch it, but the owl quickly flew away into the darkness. My grandpa said he heard a commotion and came to check on us. He found my mother in the middle of the room on the floor, holding me like she was shielding me, and Rocky was barking in, into the sky. Later, my grandmother was trying to keep my mom from freaking out, but my grandpa came to them and told them that she found a la- large scratch on my leg, he also pointed out that the pillows that my mother had used to keep my head in place were on the other side of the room as if they were tossed away. Damn. Today, my mother tells me that I survived a kidnapping attempt from La Lechuza. Mexican legend says that La Lechuza is a creature, specifically a witch, who sold her soul to the devil in exchange for power, giving her the ability to transform into a monster, a giant owl. It is said that La Lechuza goes to hunt at night for any potential victim, like animals, even drunk people, but more preferably children, to snatch and take back to her hut in the mountains where she would devour or sacrifice them. Whenever I go visit my family, they always call me La Lechucita as a remembrance for surviving La Lechuza's attempt. The real hero here though, is my grandma's dog, Rocky. He's the one who stopped the owl from doing anything else and chasing it away. If it weren't for him, I don't know what else would have happened. I feel like we should be playing the... Um, Sadly, he passed away this year and I couldn't go see him before because I live in the US, but I'll always remember him as a hero. My mother bought Rocky at least 10 bags of treats for protecting us that night. Um, I'm 17 years old today. So three years from now, 17, 18, 19, 20. She's 20 now. And I still have a scar on my leg, the same place that the owl scratched me. Though I no longer believe... I know, right? Um, (laughs) Though I know logically, kind of, that it could have just been a regular old gigantic owl, but it doesn't explain why it would have come into the house, throw pillows, and leave me face-planted with a scratch that never healed properly. I'm curious to see like the grandma or it's probably one of those, you know how like it's a a family thing and they're mm-hmm. gonna keep haunting that family or oh yeah. A curse. Yeah. Oh kind of- like the family. Um uh, yeah. Well luckily she lives in the US, so she got away. 
<laughs> but I mean, I guess the curses follow you, but like, apparently she, she didn't have an issue again later. When she was, goes and visits Mexico, we'll see. Yeah. Her own kid. I know, right? Oh, God. Have you seen those videos where those big, I don't know if it's owls too, where they pick up those little dogs and yeah. take them away? Oh, yeah, like the hogs. And they've done it to kids too. Mm-hmm. To yeah. little babies sitting in the I open. Know. But they don't. Why? I mean, they I take them to La Llorona. that was a good one right i like that one i thought that was creepy okay i have one more lechuza story and then we'll move on to (laughs) no it wasn't a window it was like the sliding balcony doors but (laughs) But you're right i guess they could have had the 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 screen door because there's usually glass in the screen door like you don't have screen on your doors do you no huh i'm trying to remember my grandma's house no it was just like those i mean yeah but like your windows if you were to open your windows there was no screen. you could feel the windows you could feel the freaking air through yes, those windows nice. even if they were closed mm-hmm. your grandmother's house she was it was so cute it was like a little hacienda yeah, yeah. I remember that is it is it still owned by your family or no yeah yes, oh, that's good that's awesome mm-hmm. josie's family lives in uh via lopez which is in, uh, it's not in Chihuahua, right? Via Lopez is not in Chihuahua, is it? Yes, yeah. It is? Oh, okay. I thought it was outside of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Next story. This one is called, This Just Went Down. Also posted three years ago. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good microphone. It caught that. <laughs> or at least I did. <laughs> no, Josie keeps looking at me because I'm moving. I'm a wiggler, and he's like, "This chick is like grabbing lotion and like she's all, <laughs> like scratching." And I'm like, "The microphone is pointing right at you." I didn't she hear anything. People make noises. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't catch that. We'll find out. Okay, all right, nice. here we go. This just went down. I'm Loki freaking out right now because I literally just been attacked. I want to share this in a college group, but I have no idea if that seems right. Anyway, not even an hour ago. I just want to say, disclaimer here, you know, Reddit, y'all know Reddit, I'm sure other people who would listen to this. So Reddit is just a place you can go post stories or different on different topics, not even necessarily stories or posts or things. What did you say? I said, what? No way. Oh, just in case somebody. Dude, I don't, I don't, I've never gone on, I've never gone on there. Oh, okay. I thought you were being sarcastic. No, yeah. So it's just, she was, but I'm going to punch you in the throat. Okay. (laughs) I'll do it for you, sister. Tell me when. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah. So it's just people post their stories on there. Um, and there's like a, I guess it's called like a feed. You can uh, follow different topics. And there's one called True Scary Stories. And then I typed in Lechusa or Duende Stories, and that's how I found these stories. So, well, quick question Is it true, like in quotations? No, this is True Scary oh. Stories. So, we are reading these stories and they uh, and believing that this happened to somebody. Right. I mean, people can post whatever they want, but you know, that's what this site is for specifically to post like most of the whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. There's all kinds of things. There's also like, there's this one I know I've heard called creepy pasta, and uh, those are people's stories that they write, stories that people make up, but they're really good stories. That's another on Reddit I thing. One of those. I can put them in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good for for writers and stuff. Okay. Anyway, here we go. I wanted to share this in a college group, but I have no idea if it seemed right. Anyway, not even an hour ago, 
me and my brother-in-law were walking around our college campus located in Texas. And we are really cool with the nighttime security because we walked there every night, no later than around 9 p.m. We were there and we were walking and we saw the security guard driving up behind us in his cart. But he was a building away and he stopped there. So we kept walking. We made a left turn and my brother-in-law said he had to use the bathroom. And I said, well, we can go back and ask the security guard if we can use his office or we can just start walking home. It's exactly 8.30 p.m. while we're talking. So he said, let's go home. And I said, okay, let's start heading home. And as soon as I finished saying home, this loud, and I mean loud whistle came through the air and me and my bro looked at each other and then back towards the security because sometimes he whistles or yells and we didn't see him or anyone else. I turned to the right and as soon as I looked up into the sky, something was coming at us. A big owl with its claws out and long wings and huge body. I'm talking a good half my size and I'm 5'10". Well, it's charging down at us and I yell at my bro and he sees it just on time. He sees it just in time and we both hit the ground. We get up fast and start running and you can hear this thing flapping its wings. And I mean, I'm still in shock, but we made it to the building with bright lights and a family member picked us up. But the whole time we were there, you can hear it circling around us and whistling. An update. I can't believe I left out the most important detail. That's how shook I am. The face was not in any way an owl's face. Okay. Okay. So I don't know what to criticize first. Okay, good. I'm glad you did. Either Evie. <laughs> what? Who's constantly uh? saying, I'm not making any noise. <laughs> or this supposed college educated person who cannot even write a decent story. Oh okay, oh, listen, oh I'm going to say two things. Okay, thank you for the story because it's a, it's interesting story. But mm -hmm. there were zero punctuations. This was one big run-on sentence. So I added a lot of... The, <laughs> you <obviously did. laughs> tried to add some pauses, like end of a sentence. Just Maybe want you all to know. They were um, just talking into the... I think Obviously, this guy was really freaked out and he was just like typing it as it, or maybe he just used like voice to text. And or maybe he didn't know how to write. Any one of these options is possible. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the gist of the story is what we're here for. The point is, they were attacked by an owl when they were walking around this campus. This campus was where? In Texas. He just says it's in Texas. And he said the face of the owl was not an owl's face, but he doesn't say what it was. I guess just, just not an owl's face. You know, maybe if you see a face and it's like, if you're looking at a bird and you're expecting an owl's face, but it's not an owl's face, you don't necessarily recognize it as an old lady. It's just like, not an owl, not an owl. I don't know what that is, but not an owl. You know what I mean? You don't recognize, oh, it's an old lady's face. That sounds... Period. That sounds like, kind of like Evie's story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, But I didn't even notice the... The face. Yeah. It just looked but, like a little damn owl. Yeah. Well, his, he said it was a big owl. He said it was about half his size. He's 5'10". So... Yeah. Damn. Yeah. There's something, there's a, how come I can't remember anything? Might have to do with. Because you're old. And all the pop smoking I did in high school, mom don't. She doesn't. She doesn't understand English. Wait, does she? Yeah, she does, but she doesn't listen to podcasts. But. No mucha mota. Mi mamá. 
Oh, why did all of you conservation accept that? That big um owl or bird looking thing with the red eyes. Have you guys heard about that? I think it's called like Birdman or some shit. Oh, Birdman. I've heard of Birdman. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, um, what's his face in uh, Spider-Man? Batman. What's his name? One of the most famous motifs on Easter Island is that of the Birdman, a therianthropic figure, half man and half bird, connected to the oh. to cult events at the sacred site of Orongo. A paramount chief, Ariki Mao, held the power, the original power in the society as was typical throughout Polynesia. I don't know if that's the Birdman oh, we're talking about. That's a DC superhero. I'm just saying. Well, so, I think this is a anyway. different Birdman. There's a movie with, uh, oh my gosh. Or Mothman. It's like a Mothman or something like that. Oh, there's a very good episode on Mothman in uh, Leyendas Legendarias. Oh, really? I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't listened to an episode in a while. He has long wings like that. Yes, But he has red eyes. And yes, and he's known to, like, when there's like a disaster, that's when he appears. Mm -hmm. But is it, I thought Mothman was more, um, East Coast- is that not accurate? No. Well, no. also, it's the Bailey Sarian. Oh, she did an episode on that. Talked about it on a on a makeup. I had to stop watching her because, like, I was makeup. I, I I'm not big on guns, but I after like listening to her podcast, I was like, maybe I should get myself a gun. I know, right? Something. <laughs> Jeez. I know, but her videos are so good. I really like watching them. Bailey Sarian, I, really I love you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I really love watching her stuff. My, my makeup did improve because of her. You can't yeah. tell her. But. Well, you know what? She she does recommend, like, oh, I've watched makeup videos on YouTube, but a lot, somehow a lot of the videos I watch, most people, are, they're really light-skinned. I'm brown. And they have dry skin and I have oily skin. So a lot of the things don't work for me. And Bailey Sarian, she talks about a lot of products for, I mean, she's fair-skinned also, but she definitely talks about products for oily skin oily. and they have helped. Okay, this episode, obviously, uh, Duendes, Chanekes, and Lechuzas, I guess it would fall under cryptozoology, like just creatures, basically animals or creatures whose existence is disputed or unsubstantiated. That's what cryptozoology is, like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, or Yetis, or things like that. So I feel like these these would fall under that, right? Because they're animal creatures. And I know, Evie, you have another story um not maybe not necessarily duende or um the chusa that was but when you were in elementary school mm-hmm. um, grade yeah go ahead and tell your story we went to fort davis <laughs> when i was in elementary school <clears throat> we stayed overnight at this ranch in uh, fort davis and what was it called do you remember <clears throat> Hmm. And you went with school? We never did with school. With like mm-hmm. field trips where we stayed overnight. That ever. was crazy. We stayed in bunks. It was cool. Just huh. one night. But they took us out at night to to look at the stars. Was it called Prude Ranch? No, that's a movie. No, is that a show? No. It's well, I, I I just googled. <laughs> no. No. I just googled. I think it um, was Prude Ranch. I just googled ranches Fort Davis field trip ideas and yes, Prude Ranch. Prude Ranch came up. It's a dude ranch. So anyway, and then? I just remember a lot of creepy things happening. And this one little creepy thing that happened was that we went out at night to look at the stars. And they would walk They would walk us like from place to place. And we had like a, a little campfire. But there was like something glowing. Like a fire? No, it was like green. Okay. I don't know what the heck it was. There was just so many Aliens. little things happening. I was like Aliens. so scared. So and you nobody... saw it when you all, when you were out, when you guys were doing the stargazing? Yeah, when we were outside. Mm-hmm. And did anybody else see it? 
I was freaking scared. No, I don't think anybody did see it. We it's not something my you friend. discussed with somebody, maybe? Yeah, I was probably like, what the hell is that? But I was just very scared. And I was very quiet back then, also. Believe in sixth grade? Believe it or not, mm-hmm. I was. No, you weren't. Yes? Wait, in sixth grade? What the hell do I remember? A I don't little know. bit. I know. Right? How do we remember these things? I don't remember the... You know, I was about to say, I'm like, well, <clears> I remember <throat> the time when you broke your arm, but it was more... But I was super into aliens also. Yes, you were, and you, you would were? always scare me. Because there was all these things about aliens and then taking over the world. I mean, world. I feel like also, like, did you watch no, X-Files, baby? Monday? Did you watch X-Files? No. I feel like X-Files was really big back then, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. And um, I remember out. that you would always check out books about space from the library mm-hmm. and read them to me and just scare me. I'm like, the world is ending in 1999. Yes. <laughs> That's what the book said. All this boy by what I read. Yeah, she would like. You didn't that I have time to read. She would like check out books just about things like that, like either like meteors crashing into Earth or just aliens and things. And I remember that like in fourth grade, in my um, my teacher was Miss Hernandez, and we had a. I miss Hernandez. I know, right? Um, I don't remember her first name. I don't remember her first name, but um, <laughs> Liberian Elementary, which is no longer there either. No, it's not. So the building is still there. But anyway, mm-hmm. we had um, every once in a while, we had like music time, you know, in fourth grade. And then we would sing this song about the world, the cycle of life and in, on earth and stuff. And I was like, I don't like singing this song. Like the world's going to end. I- <laughs> oh my God, what song was it? Uh... <laughs> not that one. I don't remember. I just remember that that song. I just always made me feel so scared and sad, and I didn't sing it. I was just like, "No, I'm not singing," because Ibiana would scare me. But outer space. <laughs> <laughs> I know the relationship between my little sister and I was the best. And uh, thank you. yes, it was. It was. It was and, my little um, That's why I never became an astronaut. Thank you very much. <laughs> you ruined. <laughs> I wanted to become an astronaut too. <laughs> no, you scared me. Astronaut, oh my know. god! Do you remember? I know we're getting off on a tangent, but that movie Gravity with um, Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. George Clooney, right? And so in the preview, I I was in Dallas with Sammy. Oh, we had gone to see Beyonce, and we went to the movies. Me and my nephew Sammy. So we went to the movies, and the preview for Gravity came on, and we're in the theater, and they're showing the scene where. George Clooney floating away because he like ends up getting disconnected and they can't get him back and he's floating into space and they just can't get him back because obviously they're having trouble on their ship. I don't remember the movie. I was like sitting there like squeezing Sammy's hand. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, oh yeah. Like it just gave me such anxiety. (laughs) My sister said. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, that must be the worst thing. Just floating off into space. Kind of like getting lost at sea, you know, like just the best. Oh Oh, my my God. God. No, that's why I will not go on a cruise. I will go on a cruise. I will not. But space just seems Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. Yeah, there nobody can ever save you there. You're no. Who's gonna save you in you're the bottom fucked. of the ocean? You're not you gonna be the bottom of the ocean. Well, you float. You know who'll save me? The shark will come eat me and put me out of my misery. Okay, the shark will come eat me and put me out of my misery, or the whale or something. But in space, I'm gonna live until I run out of oxygen. No. So I know that you've talked about lechuzas, but we haven't really gone into chaneques or. That's what? next. 
Yes. So next I have Duende. So here we go. Y'all ready? So first mm-hmm. of all, have you guys ever, um, do you remember hearing of Duendes growing up? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I know that Duendes are like elves. So yeah. to me, it's not a, like a spooky thing. It's more of a happy elf or maybe not even a happy elf, but just an elf. Yeah. I big. always just thought of them like some creatures, like maybe you might come across them like in the woods if you happen to go into some woods that had Duendes living in them. And... I don't think I ever thought of them as necessarily good. Like you wanted to stay away, maybe like tricksters. Maybe them like you get lost. But growing up with my mom, she never. No, my mom was definitely not superstitious, not into that kind of like mm-hmm. folklore or what? creatures or anything. Mm-hmm. She was very practical, very like. Did she talk to you guys about Santa? No, no, it was El Niño Dios. Well, I know, but I mean, even Tony was Santa Claus at one time. Wait, well, I that know. was just as that was just because of you know, as adults, you have your kids and you're gonna have Santa for your kids. Mm-hmm. I, have I mean, we knew. Huh? <laughs> that what? We have footage where that is not true. What's not true? It wasn't just for the kids. Now, it was for us too. <laughs> oh, well, I guess. Sure. Well, we were the kids at one point. But you're talking about Duendes, sorry. Sorry. Going off time. So briefly, it's Hispanic folklore, mostly Mexico, um, the American Southwest. But I also saw stories like Argentina, Portugal. Duendes and Chaneques seem to be the same thing. Depending on what region, they're called one thing. And another region, they're called uh, the other. But they're gnome-like creatures who live inside the walls of homes. Or this is the Mexican legend, anyway. Especially in the bedrooms or walls of young children. They attempt to clip the toenails of unkempt children, often leading to the mistaken removal of entire toes. That's what? that's the that's the legend that came up oh, online. That's no! creepy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's no! the, that's one of the le- the one of the well-known legends. So again, the Mexican oh, and and an American Southwest legend. So this region where we live. <laughs> Duendes are also called Chaneques. Oh my God, we were part crazy. of Mexico at one point. Now I'm freaking out. Yeah. But it's for young children, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, like, you're not a young child. I mean, I'm young I mean, at heart. I'm sorry. Evie, okay. Evie has to worry about that at her home. Sorry, Evie. Oh, that's crazy. Duendes, well, also called Chandra. Come clean thy room. I know. So I'm going to share um, a story from my friend Ruby of uh, what she grew up or, or what she knew Duendes as. So you can listen to that story here. We'll insert it here. Hey, friend. So my knowledge of Duendes isn't too vast. I'm just very familiar with them because I was told about them growing up as a kid when we would travel to visit my family in Delicias or when we would go to Juarez. Um, we would always go to Yerberias. And that's where they had them on display. My mom didn't really tell me about them when I was younger. Um, I just thought they were really creepy, ugly old dolls. And then as I grew older, that's when she told me that they were duendes. And so from what I know, you can um, buy them at Yerberia where they usually sell stuff for... Um, magic, dark magic, healing, stuff like that. And if you ever go to Juarez and go to 
Ayerberia, you'll see them there. They kind of, they're kind of creepy looking because they're very leathery. But yeah, you could buy your own. But the one, the one there that I really knew about was passed on from family member to family member. So they kind of remind me of the elves in Harry Potter where you just inherit them by family. And so we had a family friend whose grandmother was a curandera in this small town that I grew up in. And so when she passed on, she basically gave the duende to her granddaughter and the granddaughter was uh, one of my sister's best friends. She mentioned it to my sister and so basically they you basically kind of take care of them so you have to give them food they have like a special diet and they have like their own dishes and stuff and so you just feed them um they kind of live in the dark they don't like to be exposed to the light you actually have to ask for permission for like a friend or someone else or even a family member to see them and then you know they'll decide and they'll let you know um they'll leave like little trinkets or notes or whatever and the, the one there that um, my sister's friend had would actually go and like repair her clothes. And from what I know is that a lot of people who practice curanderismo, santeria, whatever, they actually use the duendes to go do like bad things to other people. Yeah, so that's basically their their purpose is to just do things for family members and then um you send them to, you know, steal keys or to just do random tasks to someone else. She ended up giving her the one there to her sister um because she married someone who she kind of didn't want to introduce to the world of curanderismo and whatnot. And I think she had asked the duende um, if she could tell her then-husband <clears throat> about it. And they said no. So, um, yeah, she just decided to to give it to her sister. Um, her grandmother was from Mexico City. So there's a lot of stories, history, legacies of, you know, magic and all of that stuff over there. So it wasn't really surprising that when she moved over here, she kind of carried all of that with her. I personally never saw it myself. I just kind of, you know, heard about it. She had told me about it. Um, but that's uh, basically my knowledge on duendes. Um, I know that a lot of people have said that they've seen them um, especially in the Socorro area. So maybe that's something that you you guys might want to look into and see if anyone has any stories about that. Okay. Yes. So, um, yes. Okay. That's, I was just that asking you remember the story. She said they were made out of leather. Yes. And yes, that's so crazy. apparently in this region, um, you can buy one, which I never, I never heard of that. And they seem to be more like house elves where they'll do your bidding, I guess, you know, like again, back to Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Dobby the house elf. But still, I don't like that. In reality, I don't think that would be. There was a, uh, also on the podcast, uh, my skeptical sister, where they talk about this one episode, they talk about somebody experiencing that. Like a little gnome? Mm-hmm. That he had little clothes and he lived oh, in the yeah, basement. I'm so glad he had clothes. Yeah, I was and then he would like stitch up clothes and stuff like that i do remember that you're right yeah 
Dude, mm-hmm. but the part that like I was it, it the part that well shocked me. That's that's the word. The part that shocked me was the fact that people bought the you can still find those apparently. Yeah. I, I to go to Juarez and go to like oh, a no, you better not bring that shit anywhere. I, I just want to see one. I want to see one. Because well, okay, what if so, it sees so, you and it like likes you? How, um, you know how people go to like um just in a previous episode, you go to you want to see things you're curious you want to see oh like you go to a ghost tour to see what yes you see. and you want to see ghosts even though most of the people that we interviewed did not want to see them yes um, <laughs> i want to go to one of these places and i, I want to see one and i want to see if oh, even though i don't I, yeah I, I don't know if it's like or you make a believer out of me Am I going to see what I want to see? Am I going to so see, like are they going to reveal themselves to me? Like, Not like flash me, but like, like, hey, look, this is me. I'm an owl. You know, like, mm-hmm. I want I want to see one. I want to see one. I, I do want to see one. When I looked it up, the story, the pictures that came up were, and you know, when I was researching, I didn't find any stories like that, like Ruby was talking about where you can buy one. That didn't come up at all. So I don't know. That must be a very local thing. You know, here okay, I don't know on the border. That you also like, inherited some, so yeah. And um, have you guys ever? I'm curious to go into these stores, but I I'm always like, oh, I shouldn't I go. go. I want to go to one. I mean, do you remember that MTV show we used to watch with the guy that would that would research or ghost stories, and he he told about this gnome that he just remembers as a little kid, this evil face like that would look oh, around the corner no. of the store. No. no, you remember that MTV show? With Why the would you talk about that? They would. They looked up um paranormal stuff. It was him and, a, and another and a girl with long hair. So I'm looking. I looked up again. I put um that creeps buying a duende in Juarez, Mexico, and this picture came up. It's on Etsy. Duende statue and pot, genuine Mexican product. Share this. It's been sold. Oh man. I'll, I'll save this uh, picture to show you guys. I don't know if I can share my screen. Let's see. I mean, I don't know. So can you like give it a sock and he goes free? Can or... you see this? Josie's pause. Yes, because um, my phone is dying. <gasps> plug it in, plug it in. Ooh. It's just, it's just look, Josie. He looks, looks like, like a, a potato. He looks like a troll. He looks like a potato. What the hell? He looks like a very bad Mr. Potato Head. With that's what that hair. looks like. <laughs> like those trolls. Big green. See, that's what I mean. Like, I want to... I'm, it's not that I'm being skeptical, but I kind of am. But I, I, I am also like I'm curious. Well, to at see least if you this have cats because cats ward off evil shit. Yeah, we talked about that. So this video is the one that my friend Ruby and I one time. I don't know how we came across it, but it was uh, from Argentina, and I'm gonna post it on Instagram. And it's like it looks like a gnome. And Crystal was talking about this cartoon last episode, David the Gnome, or maybe a couple episodes ago. And this is what I think it looks like. So here it is. Um, we're going to watch it real quick. Can you guys hear the audio? Yeah, tribuno. Of course, it's very poor quality. Is that? Oh, oh. It's in between the weeds. <gasps> what the what? <gasps> what? Did he stop them? Well, I mean, stop shining the light at him. Look how he walks. Look at the hands he's like. Yeah. He's like, what fuckers? 
So I thought it was cars. I thought it was going between cars, but it was just crossing like a road. Oh, it's just like adding some weed. Well, I mean, don't disturb what doesn't want to be disturbed. Dude, it's fucking there in the bushes. Just leave it alone. No. I would run away. Isn't that creepy? Oh my god. That one always like stays in my mind. No, but it's fucking brave. Yeah, it was like, what? Well, see, this that's the part where I'm like, I'm not saying things don't exist because for all we know, they do. And they're like right under our nose. We just don't see them under our yeah. nose. We just don't see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that wine has kicked in <laughs> all the way. In. <laughs> hey guys, I am uh, halfway through my bottle. No mas. We just we finished have... the box of wine. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, but I don't drink. Okay. We don't drink wine yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> we don't drink wine. What I'm saying is, I don't really drink. Creatures like this. If you don't see them, it's because they don't want to be seen, you know? Uh-huh. So, I mean, even I would be bothered if somebody was, you know, trying to capture footage of me when I'm trying to stay hidden. I'm sure he, they, they didn't know. It was actually... I mean, they were running after him. They're shining a light at They him. were not running. They're like, this is the way. Yeah, they're like, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. But they were being loud. It's not like they're sneaking over there. I think, like, I think it was most of it was like they were in shock. Like, what is that? What is it? And they didn't have the reaction of flight. You know, it's a fight or flight. And they're more like, what is it? What is it? Like, we need to know. Like, am I saying something? Or is this in my head? You know what I mean? You're like, I'm hiding, guys. Obviously but not. Like, but that thing was not hiding. It did come across the road. And it didn't run away. It was standing there staring at a group of men. And it wiggled its hand like, what the fuck, bitch? Well, yeah, probably because he didn't have a choice. Like, fine, here. Get your 10 seconds of glory. Yeah, but that horrible, horrible footage. But still, whatever that shape is. I mean, I don't think that could have been. I mean, maybe it could have been a a little person, perhaps. No, that's way way too tiny to be a quote unquote little person. Ani, you're a little person. No, 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 I'm talking about like a what is the appropriate term for a dwarf? A no, <laughs> no, I'm talking about like those people who are like uh like little people, the little people like the show that that yeah uh, that Kevin loves. Okay, carry on. <laughs> little people, big world. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I really don't know what the term is. Yeah, I know. I don't think no, that's way too tiny. Mm-hmm. That was like a foot tall. That was creepy, right? Oh, that one always creeps me out. I mean, come on, if not, if mice, if. And then the way it's like wiggly, it's like wiggly, like actual, like when you walk, and it walks your hand, like like it didn't walk like forward, it walks sideways. Yes, yes, like a gingerbread man. Yes, exactly. My legs are too short. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't. Why does curiosity <laughs> push us in these? She's really terrified over here. No, <laughs> turn on your FaceTime. It's because my phone is dead. Oh, dang it. Where's your charger? I, I, and then I put the camera to her. We're like, in the smiling. same place. You can just look at me from her phone. <laughs> oh, no, this, I well, come sit next to her. So I found this really interesting. I'm not going to read it all, but I'll, I'm going to link it because I thought it was very interesting. The, what is this? The University of Phoenix? New Mexico. I don't know, thesis or dissertation. 
they did it on duendes. It's called El Duende, Folktale, Oral History, and the Construction of Gendered and Racialized Discourse in Quito, which is the capital of Ecuador, I found. So this woman- Oh, can wrote... you send it to me? Yes, I'll send it to you. And it's just really interesting to read it. Like she goes into the history of where this started and- See, now that is a dissertation. If you will, have you, a... will you research like uh... fantasy things? As opposed to like, this is real, you can die from this. This is like, well, they can probably kill you because they're mischievous, but we don't really know if that's really what it is or if it's science. I love it. I so love according it. to her, this is um, the myth and historical perspective, the section of her um, dissertation. According to Julia Calzadilla Nunez in European folklore, for, <laughs> folklore, <laughs> the wine is peeing in. This is life. <laughs> oh my God. This is, I don't know how many glasses, but half a bottle. Okay, it just says, I'm just, just this part that I'll describe is, she says, duendes are creatures that have a close bond with the home setting and are situated in a plane between living beings and the spiritual world. They're here, they're spiritual, I guess it depends on what you believe. Mm -hmm. I just read a small section of this and it's very, very interesting, I'll send it to you and, and we can post the link online. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is on, I was able to just find it Googling, so I don't think if there's a problem with this, with sharing mm -hmm. this. But she really goes into how it's association with Lucifer and in Ecuador, like the, the myth of El Duende, also called El Chusalongo in Ecuador. So, Chusalongo, Duende. Isn't that really interesting? I just find it really interesting how different parts of the world for, I mean, these are really old legends mm -hmm. before technology and different parts of the world have similar you know, it's not like one is copying the others, what I'm trying to say, you know, right. these all people. So there has to be some truth to them. That's what the that leads me to believe that there has to be some truth to them. But that's all I have for everyone today. I, th I think this is a great one. I, I had a lot of fun researching all of this. I'm not going to sleep for the next three days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need more wine, please. I'm trying to sign off everybody. And then we can just keep talking. Okay, everybody, thanks you so much for listening. Uh, please follow us on Instagram. Yeah. But first, Cafecito and Spirits. Thank you, Evie, for joining us this episode. And yes, thank, thank you, you for so having fun. me, guys. And, very um, fun. Sorry for all the noise. I'm not used to Crystal's sitting. place. No, I mean, this was a, definitely a, a special episode that we recorded at her salon. So please excuse the noises if you hear any. I, I think it yes, didn't so sound My hair bad. looks awesome, by the way. Yes, we'll show Chris, um, I'm sorry, we'll show Josie's hair on Instagram. It looks great. Like always, send us in any stories. Um, our next episode, we plan on talking about shadow people. Mm -hmm. So if you have any kind of stories or know somebody who has stories, share mm -hmm. our podcast with them and um, have them email us. Or if they know us, text us or just share it on. Um, we have our email. It's butfirstcafecitoinspirits at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Instagram as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. So look us up. I guess if you're listening to this, you found us already. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Spooky. Good night. Crystal, Ooh. I wish you were here. Oh, wait, we're paused. Yeah. Let me know when we're unpaused and I'll be like, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm still like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, no, why am I?